0: Welcome to the Madera Tribune Podcast, sponsored by Pacific Metal Fab. I'm your host, Nugaseg Gubrendrish, joined by my co-host, Tyler Takeda. And today we have a special guest, uh, the CFO of the Madera Tribune, Nancy Simpson, is joining us uh, for this week's edition. Now we have a host of different topics. Uh, We have a lot of news and uh, some positive developments here uh, on the Madera Tribune Podcast, Tyler, do you want to go ahead and uh, show our readers or tell our readers what's going on?
1: One of the biggest things that we're doing is we're moving this podcast basically from Nugase's Kitchen, which we've been, um, it's been a great, great facility for us. I mean, the, the food's been okay. I mean, has <laughs> um, got his refreshments there. and We're able to do the podcast, but we decided to move into the Madera Tribune office and like our conference room now, because I think that gives... Um, a greater ability for guests from Madera, especially, to come in for the podcast. And that's the direction we want the podcast to go. Maybe in the future, we want to try and get one guest per show, or at least one guest, just to be able to talk about different things. Maybe get the mayor in, maybe get um, Marty Bitter, the athletics director of the school district, kid. just different people to come talk about different things. Maybe somebody's got an event going on and they want to come in and we could have them publish it. It's just gives us an, uh, an easier way for these people to come in and visit. And that's why Nancy Simpson's here, because when we were moving stuff in, she was still here. So I'm like, Nancy, you're in on the podcast, whether she likes it or not. So you've only seen it for a couple of minutes. How do you like the setup, and kind of where do you envision the podcast going? Because you've obviously been with us from the beginning. So how have you liked it and where do you see it going?
2: Well, I think that there will be a um, variety of, of folks that we can inter- interview. Also, I'd like to see people from the Tribune, people who write for the Tribune, people who participate in the, the events. I'd like for them to also participate in the podcast. We have some folks that worked right here in the Tribune that are very talented. They can write. They can uh visit on the podcast with Tyler and Nugase and um, I believe that we can also include people from our community and I think it will be beneficial. I'm really looking forward to more and more podcasts and to
1: expand with the podcast as well. Um, Since the death of Mr. Dow um, last month people have been asking what is the status of the Tribune and you can probably say it just as good as I can or even better and I've been telling people we're status quo this podcast was one of Chuck's vision. This newspaper was his baby. So we're doing everything we can to see it go. How much of the support is the community needed for our newspaper?
2: Very, very much. Our newspaper needs the support of the community. And I believe the community needs the, the support of its newspaper. This was Chuck Dowd's vision. And um, we've had a great... Um, support through his tributes. And many, many people have commented about this, this newspaper and how good it is for the community and want to see it continue in the form that Chuck Dowd had envisioned it continue to continue.
1: I do know that before he passed away, before he actually left, he listened to the podcast and he was very appreciative and very, he enjoyed it a lot. So I just feel bad we just weren't able to get this something going so he couldn't be in on this podcast. That's one of the things. So um anything else you would like to add to us before uh I know you have things you need to get doing get, get done. And uh I'm not saying we're kicking you out or anything. I'm just saying I know you have things you need to get done. Is there anything else you want to tell a quote podcast? Well, I wanted
2: I wanted to support what you just said about about Chuck and wanting to be a part of this podcast. He was super excited about this uh development of the podcast, and he did want to be a part of it. And we'll carry it on as if he were here and in his name.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Nancy, for coming.
2: All right. Thank you. For All
0: right. Well, thank you to the CFO of the Madeira Tribune, Nancy Simpson, for joining us uh, this evening. And of course, Nancy is going to be an integral part to this uh, pro- podcast and the process moving forward. So You'll be hearing from her more often uh, down the road and, of course, next week as well. Now, moving forward into some other news that's going on within the community, you know, I actually saw a Facebook group um, about some local restaurants, some local businesses. Now, Tyler, I know you wrote a story about that. Can you give us some more details?
1: Oh, this is an amazing group created by uh, Kim Salter. It's called madeira To go So basically, they feature restaurants and what the food they deliver and not delivered, but the foods they have. Some of these restaurants i didn't even know were still here she was saying that there's restaurants that she didn't even know existed but now because of this people are able to see madera people in general are able to see these restaurants see what they have to offer and go support them just like us everybody needs to support the local community and that's what this is for did you know she started this she when she started this group she only started it at the end of december and in just a month's time, from the end of December to January, she's gotten 3,000 people to follow the page. Now this story was in our Saturday edition of the Tribune, which kind of comes out Friday. From Friday to today, two days later, she added 200 more followers. So that kind of tells you the impact that the newspaper can have, not only online and social media, but with, with readers. So this is an awesome group. I really think, um, like we've always said, local supporting local.
0: Yeah, I mean, like how you ended it there. And, uh, you know, it shows about the community spirit, you know, coming together for one another, shopping local, supporting local businesses. So I think it's a great idea and hopefully it continues to grow because um, of course, I mean, especially nowadays, I think those businesses need it.
1: One of the things that really struck me is Kim Salter. Um, She created this page. Awesome lady to talk to. i'm thinking i created a contact that you know i could call her about restaurants and stuff she'd probably be a contact i'll go to quite a bit now but when we did her photo for the front page of the madera treatment she picked this up from saturday she called these people and eight restaurant owners or representatives from these restaurants came for the photo she gathered eight restaurants in the middle of the day for this photo that's just amazing and that kind of tells you the quote power she willed to have these restaurants come to, for this picture
0: well i didn't know that that's pretty interesting um, when i looked at the picture it just seemed like you know just one staff from one single restaurant but that's in it's incredible definitely so i'm glad that's uh working out well for her
1: so while the, and th- another sidebar on this so while they were gathering for the picture they started talking about their foods and from what i have heard is that they started talking about their clam chowders? Mine's better than yours. No, mine's better than yours. No, mine's better than yours. So you know what's come out of this? There's preliminary talk Well, have more details next week, but there's going to be the first Madeira clam chowder contest in the in Madeira in a couple of weeks. So the preliminary date is Saturday, February 27th, at the Waffle Shop over there on, on Cleveland, um, where they. Uh, Cleveland Avenue is, where the railroad tracks are and everything like that. But we're still work- they're still working out the details. The reason why they want to have one on February 27th is two days earlier is National Clamp Chowder Day. You didn't know that. So, uh, they're still working out details. Maybe we'll have Kim on next week to talk about it and, and talk to us more about that.
0: And, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm not a big fan of clam Charter myself, so I wouldn't say I'm too excited about this, but uh, I'm sure, you know, the community will enjoy it, you know, have fun, you know, out and about with other family members, things like that. And Of course, you know, like we've been speaking about for months, you know, practice social distancing, things like that. And that's
1: one of the things that she wanted to say is that they were thinking about a drive through but then she goes, you know what? I want people to get out of the cars. I want people to talk to people and see these people. and So they kind of see what they're supporting. You know, uh, she also said that... They're thinking about having these restaurants also serve bowls, you know, in takeout containers of their clam chowder so people can buy extra. And, you know, that's kind of where these restaurants help make their money. There's a cost. They're thinking about $10 to participate in the judging of the, of the clam chowders, which is great. Um, we're, like I said, they're still working out the details. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk to you to say about is, uh, you remember covering the basketball Kingsley Thomas from Madera South?
0: Yes, I do. And he was a mountain of a man. <laughs> and uh, he was a pretty good basketball player. And uh, hopefully he's doing well.
1: Did you also see him play baseball? Did you watch the baseball game? I
0: do remember him playing baseball. He's a multi-sport athlete. So I know at least the Madera uh, South faithful, uh, you know, really loved him. And uh, he was a good player, definitely.
1: So here's another fact. Did you know he saved a life?
0: I didn't know that. That's been pretty incredible.
1: So in September... Uh, his grandpa um, collapsed, passed out. He stopped breathing. He jumped in. He did the heart compressions or the chest compressions. His mother was there, and he, she was giving mouth to mouth to his grandpa, who's affectionately nicknamed Grandpa James Murphy. And they did it for 10, 15 minutes, and they saved his life. Grandpa's here today because Kingsley and Kingsley's mother Tariqa Howard, who was also works at Pershing Elementary was there that day and took those CPR classes that those the school district requires and they saved his life.
0: That's incredible definitely and you know I think you had mentioned a little bit about that earlier when we were kind of setting up this podcast but um, you know the details that's pretty incredible and I'm sure his you know his grandfather is very thankful and You know, at least, you know, Kingsley has, you know, a story to tell, you know, for the future, you know, to be safe and, you know, be educated on things like that. So
1: one of the things that we were kind of chuckling about is that all these coaches, if you're coaching a sport or if you're a teacher, you have to take these CPR first aid classes. So a lot of these coaches, a lot of these teachers, some of them have been doing it for years. They kind of bemoan about it and they kind of wishy-washy about it, but they take it because they need to get the credential to coach. Well, you know what? That class saved this guy's life. And that's what they wanted to mention. Make sure that taking those classes saved Grandpa's life.
0: That's a good point. And I'm sure, you know, at least Madera South area, I'm sure they'll take it more seriously. And, and I'm sure they've been doing a great job already. So, I mean, kind of what you pointed out already.
1: Oh Now we're going to another subject. Did you know that one of the members of the first band to play... In East Germany, or in the Cold War after the Berlin Wall fell, was a Coast Guard band. And not only that, but a Madeira graduate was part of that band.
0: Did you know that? No, I didn't. But, you know, it sounds really interesting, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to tell me more about it. So I say that because not only
1: was this, this gentleman, Chief Warrant Officer Kurt Edwards, a 1972 graduate of Madeira High School, um, part of that band, but he also wrote a diary. During that time, knowing how big of a historic a historic time he was in, so he's let the Madera Tribune um, look at his diary, read his diary. So in the next few weeks, um, we have a kickoff story today. He's gonna, we're gonna be publishing excerpts from that diary to kind of let readers know what the time was, or what, or, you know how tedious of a time that was. This was during the Cold War. When the, when the burning wall was falling and Mikhail Gorbachev was the, US, uh, the Soviet Union president and, and the time and the history that was. So I think it would be really neat to see that time. That's way before your
0: time, I know. Yeah, you're right about that. Way, way, way before my time. <laughs> but no, still really interesting. And it just goes to show you, you know, I mean, anyone from anywhere can accomplish great things. And I think it's just... You know, an example for a lot of Madera kids out there, especially those coyotes. Coyotes,
1: stallions, and uh, now toros. So, you know, practices have started. We might have some games next week with cross country doing something. It's getting there. So me as a sports guy, I'm waiting for it. Um I know Ruguse as another sports guy, he's also waiting for it. We can't wait to get started watching these sports again.
0: Well, I'm the I'm the you know, the soccer guy, so that's what I'd prefer to watch. But, you know, like you mentioned, um, any type of sport, really, I'm just excited to watch again and, you know, cover those those kids and things like that. So and I'm sure they're even more excited than I am just be able to get out there and, you know, basically do what they do. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, you know, things will be on the positive end and we'll start seeing meaningful games.
1: I just want a lot of these kids to be able to have their senior night. because A lot of kids weren't able to have their senior night. So that's one of the things that the, the uh, Marty Bitter with the school district is trying to get to be able to have, get these kids competing, get them out of house, get them physically active again, get them competing, and also be able to get them to have their senior night, those, those days that they weren't able to get last year or the, some of the kids weren't able to get last year. So that's, that's amazing to see. Hopefully the numbers keep dropping. That's what we want to see. Um, we're here at the Tribune today. So we have future broadcasts. Hopefully we can bring this on a more regularly scheduled weekly schedule. I know near to Say is 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 on board with it. So
0: you know, like Tyler mentioned, um, you know, we're back in the Tribune office here at the conference room and um, you know, we hope to bring more community members in. You know, we have a lot of ideas and things we want to do moving forward. So um it's definitely exciting in terms of what we can accomplish. So you know, like we said, Tyler and I, and of course, Nancy and a lot of the staff here, and of course, you know, the listeners, um, you know, we'll do our best to put out the best content we can, and it's going to have the, the most relevant content that, of course, the Madera community members need. So um, that's all we have for this week at the uh, Madera Tribune office for the Madera Tribune podcast. Um, I'm your host, Nuga A. with my co-host, Tyler Takeda. And of course, we had the CFO of the Madera Tribune, uh, Nancy Simpson. So Um, take care you know wear your mask and stay safe and we'll be back next week thanks again